El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I used to write a bunch of weekly columns for a bunch of internet places, and I would use those columns to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then I'd come on this show to defend those opinions. But now I don't do anything at all. Joining me today, she is one half of the duo who co-host the Trend Pony podcast with me, Adam Todd Brown. And you can hear that podcast on the Unpops Patreon or Supercast. You should give it a listen sometime. Ladies and gentlemen, Jen Scott. Also joining me, she is the other half of the duo who co-hosts the Trend Pony podcast with me, which, again, you should check out on the Unpops Patreon or on Supercast. You can hear them both on next month's Unpops Zoom comedy show. Ladies and gentlemen, Jessica Singer. It's going to be a great show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. Joining me as co-host this week, no co-host, my favorite co-host of all. But I do have two guests who are my co-hosts on another podcast called Trend Pony. Clickety-clack, clickety-clack. Wait, can I do it? Yes! That was Jen Scott on the sound effects. It's me, sup perv, sup verts, sup um, everyone. And of course, Jessica Singer, my other trend pony co-host. Hello, all. <laughs> but this week we're doing an unpopular opinion episode. How about that shit? Interchangeable. How's everyone doing? I'm pretty medium. How's everyone else? <laughs> I'm not bad. I'm in the middle of my week off, so I'm doing pretty well. I, like, crossed a bunch of stuff off my list yesterday and did a good amount of nothing. It was nice. I'm doing pretty well, too. I'm in the new Unpop studio, and by that I mean the Unpop's room where I take Zoom calls away from my home. <laughs> it's not really a studio anymore. It's a Zoom room. It's a Zoom room, yeah. If it has that curtain behind you it's a studio there you go yeah i did i did bring the curtains people will be able to see that when we do our first chat show actually we just did that on friday Whoa. so this friday 9-11 cancel your plans the first unpop zoom comedy show is happening and what? i will not be on it but i will be running it despite never having watched a zoom show or run a zoom show before but here's the thing I feel like I'll figure it out. How hard can it be? I feel like you can do it. So on the show this week, we did the we did a show like this recently. We did a local news roundup show. I've been reading a lot of local news headlines over the past few weeks because one, local news is dying, and that's probably because it's one of the best ways to get actual news that is informative and that you can use. Like once these stories get kicked up to the national level. They like so many things come into play and you really like the best source is obviously going to be people who are there. Not that we're talking about super important news this week. 
we had some some uh, I guess sort of heavy stories on the first local news episode, but this one not so much. But still, they're they're stories that are happening around the world, maybe in your area, the same area where singles are waiting for your call. There are also local news stories happening, like this first one about a teacher who asked students, is coronavirus a scam as part of an online test? This happened in Pearl Land, Texas. I don't know if Pearl Land is how, I don't know where the emphasis Perland, goes. Perland? Perland. Perland, Texas. Parents at a school there, they're all up in arms now just because a science teacher, a science teacher at the school sent a quiz to their students and one of the questions was, is coronavirus a scam? And here's the thing. I'd be all right with that question if the two possible answers were yes or no, because then you're just gaining valuable insight about the maniacs who are parenting these kids at home. Because if a kid answers yes, dad is at home doing some rants in his spare time. But no, it was a true or false question. And true was the correct answer. Was it? Was it the correct answer? Well, it was the correct answer if you were taking the quiz because it was an online quiz and it was the kind where when you answered, it told you immediately if you got it right. And if you clicked false, it said that is the incorrect answer. No, I get what you're saying. Okay, so like, wait, though. So I like the question does. Okay, first, this is a science teacher. (laughs) What? What was the subject of this test that that was a question? The story doesn't really say. When parents got upset about this, obviously, and started contacting the school, the principal, who is a doctor, Dr. Charles Allen, his argument was that the teacher was just trying to familiarize themselves with the online learning tool and that they didn't intend to imply that coronavirus is a scam, which shut the fuck up. Yes, they did. Yeah. Yes, they did. Yeah, I thought that was so funny in the article when he's like, I just didn't understand the system and I'm learning the system and that's the system. It's like Doesn't seem very sciencey, science teacher. Doctor Science. I hate all of it so, so much. But maybe if just maybe we took money from the police and put it towards education, we wouldn't have such fucking morons for science teachers. Well, Jen, now you're just talking crazy. I am insane. (laughs) That is crazy talk. I say police should become teachers. Oh, my God. It it sounds like you don't love your country. Good, because I don't. (laughs) Yeah. Sounds like. I absolutely do not. (laughs) Sounds like you're being a little unpatriotic. Disclaimer, I am a patriot. And me and and Jessica will report you to. The authorities. Oh, kick me out. Take me out here. <laughs> oh, no. I have to leave the United States. Oh, dang. Oh, Just, like, oh. deport me to, like, oh, France or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. France is a little sketchy, too. I know, but it's a good starting point. I feel like I could leave from there, too. <laughs> yeah, you can get to a better country from France. Easily. <laughs> I'm like, France like sounds Jen's, non-sketchy. Jen's goal isn't even where she's trying to go. It's just the best <laughs> leaping off point. <laughs> I have a plan and it starts in France for some reason. I'm going to swim across the English Channel to England. It's like, just fly to England. What are you doing? <laughs> I need to go backpacking throughout the rest of the world. <laughs> Not right now, you don't. I, I think I do. It sounds better than here. 
Why? Is coronavirus a scam? <laughs> True, false. <laughs> True. True, false questions aren't set up like that either. <laughs> What's no, no statements. <laughs> yeah. That is true or false. It's not a question. And that true or false. He actually didn't understand the system. <sighs> I feel like I need to teach a class for teachers to know how to question questions. I wish this would have happened in reverse. I want to know how many parents would have seen that question, and if the correct answer was false, how many of them would have complained. And like, mm. don't impose your government will on my kids. Yeah, it's just a completely different type of article when that's the case. <laughs> yeah. I can't stop thinking about that mom writing that email. <laughs> How ridiculous must she have felt being like, okay, I mean, I guess I have to write this email to my kid's science teacher about if this statement is true or false. This is a question. Yes, yes, yes. And also, the mom has some definite Karen qualities because, like, to even phrase an email about a question that doesn't make sense that's supposed to be a statement for a science teacher's class, like, you could have let it go. <laughs> no, if no. I was a mom, I would not let that go. I know, but think about all the moms that did let it go. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I'm glad this one mom, even if she was being a little let me speak to the manager about it, I'm glad she said something instead of just too. being like, hey, my kid's science teacher is a coronavirus denier. Cool. Yeah. yeah. See, I didn't even gather if they were coronavirus denier or not because the question didn't make sense. I was like, does this teacher even know what they're trying to say? But I was like, well, if they put it on there worded like that then they have to be a uh, a covid truther <laughs> oh yeah. yeah covid truthers those are a thing people are dying people are actually dying from this and there are people still out there who are like Meh, maybe it's fake i don't understand i don't understand it just doesn't make sense <laughs> yeah we have a bunch of coronavirus stuff on on deck here's the thing hasn't everyone always been washing their hands no, like, I guess not. Dude, apparently not. You know what? I have been a staunch hand washer since childhood. And the reason for that, when I was in second grade, a kid at my school fucking died because he took a shit and didn't wash his hands. Whoa. And he, he gave himself some kind of fucking bacteria and died yo he and, got dysentery he yeah. fucking <laughs> oregon trailed himself i've been singing happy birthday to myself when i wash my hands for like two decades now i just yeah i i actually had noticed it like a couple months before all this that not all my coworkers, some of my coworkers would go straight from working to eating their lunch and i'm like <clears throat> we just touched so much money oh yeah that's so disgusting to me. <laughs> like, like, I'm very careful to wash my hands before and after I clock in always because we use the touch, the touch clock in. Yeah. Like, yeah, they scan their fingerprints there. It's creepy. Yeah. When you, when you, well, I mean, you're working. That's how at a lot a, of people do clock I in. I know. I just think it's all creepy. <laughs> and you're working at a weed place too. Like, they're going to put your fingerprints on file in case you steal some shit. I guess that is true. Damn. So creepy though. 
Um, yeah, washing your hands is super important, and I am a psychotic hand washer to the point where uh, during, like, dry months, my hands, like, just start to fall off. Yeah, I'll get all scully. Yours get really bad. Yeah, my hands, like, crack. It's bad. Crack. Yeah, I have to, I have to lotion up. You gotta. Yeah, you got, if you're not hand washing and lotioning, like, where have you been? What the fuck is your problem? Yeah, it's a, it's a train people should have been on this whole time. I get that masks are new, but washing your hands, we've needed to do that this whole time since well before coronavirus. There are signs everywhere if you go to a restaurant that say workers have to wash their hands. Where were all the protests then? Where were all these fucking strip mall doctors being like, oh, you, if you wash your hands, you don't have immunity to the corona. It's like, we get it, like, but you still have to wash your hands. No one in history has ever been like, you know what's bad for you? Washing your hands. Terrible. Well, the thing, I read a thing. I know, shocking. And, but it's just like the masks more remind me of when people, I mean, I know it's not going to be an all the time thing, but when people had to start wearing seatbelts in cars. Yeah. And apparently a lot of the ways that people started wearing their seatbelts in cars was because their kids were taught that they had to wear them and they like shamed their parents into wearing them. So we just need the kids to shame the parents into wearing masks. Also, I think that we should spread that story as like an urban legend, Adam, the one that happened at your school where the kid didn't wash his hands (laughs) and died. I don't know how that didn't spread because that like reminds me of so many urban legend school stories. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Everyone knows about, like, the girl with the hot dog, but no one knows about the kid who didn't wash his hands. <laughs> the girl with the hot dog, like, is different countrywide, though, because she I'm assuming she got the hot dog stuck up her, right? Yeah, 100%. Okay. In, in Chicago, the story is that the girl was using a broomstick and a pull-up bar in her closet, and that the broomstick went through her and killed her. <laughs> Stop in Chicago. She fell. I think no way did that happen. A pull-up bar? I think you just hung out with kids that were metal as fuck, Jen. I don't think that's a Chicago-wide tale. How old was this girl supposed to have been? I don't know, in high school. It was like a high school urban legend that, like, this girl was masturbating with a broomstick and a pull-up bar. And she dropped herself on the broomstick. And I imagine it, like, came out of her mouth. You know what I mean? <laughs> God damn it. I didn't want to laugh. <laughs> I feel like no one with that kind of upper body strength has to go to those desperate lengths to find pleasure. Like, you got to be ripped. <laughs> well, I guess she wasn't that ripped until she dropped herself and then she was very oh ripped. God. What if she just did one half a pull up and just fell? Just take teenagers to sex shops. Just take teenagers <laughs> to sex shops. Take them to sex shops. But, like, if that made-up not-true thing spreads as far as it did, like, I understand why the kid who didn't wash his hands and died Yeah, it should have been bigger news, for sure. Yeah, like, we also grew up in similar areas, I'm pretty sure, right? So, like, why didn't I hear that? Why didn't I hear that? Yeah, you should have heard. We we all should have heard about the kid that didn't wash his hands. Let's start spreading that. I'm I'm older than you, so it probably... Yeah, but that's how things get passed down. It's actually the same kid. It started off about the kid that didn't wash his hands. (laughs) (laughs) And it just got so telephoned and changed over the years that it became a girl killing herself by trying to fuck a broom girl. (laughs) It's actually the same story. Broom girl, the official mascot of the Unpops podcast network. (laughs) Oh, man, I'm crying. I'm 
myself. <laughs> broom girl. Broom girl. Oh, we uh, miss you, broom girl. Rest in peace, broom girl. Rest in power, broom girl. All right. Should we talk about this next story? Yes. So this is sort of coronavirus related in that it deals with kids having to learn at home, which is a a big, big point of contention with a lot of people right now. Big, big, big. This happened in Atlanta, and it's one of those stories, sometimes you'll come across a news story and read it, and it's got all all the pertinent details, but still just leaves a lot of questions unanswered. And this is one of those stories. A 21-year-old man named Abay Holmes is facing charges after officials claim he pretended to be a 14-year-old freshman at Milledgeville High School. Anyone ever been? Oh, yeah, Milledgeville. Yeah, it's great. Go Matadors, I think they're called. And why did he pretend to be a 14-year-old freshman? So he could get a free laptop. Thievery. Which, that is such, such lengths to go to. Just to get a free laptop. Yeah. Yeah. Did he like go to school? Wait. Okay. So the people that gave him this laptop are the ones at fault here. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What all happened that we're like, yeah, this guy's definitely a 14 year old student at the place that we're supposed to be giving laptops from. Like what? Well, here's the thing. He had a co-conspirator in this heist and. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This article treats her like she's just an innocent bystander. This is a quote from the article. Well, but she's white, though. Are we sure about that? No, we don't. We aren't. But I just feel, doesn't the article feel like she's white? <laughs> the, the way they treat her, yes, it right? does. It's just the way, I don't even mean the way she speaks or anything. I just mean the way they treat her as a character in this story. Because the, the kid is black. The, the guy who did it, Obey Holmes, and this woman, for one thing, you know what? You're right. She is because they don't even name her. Like they just That's leave. That's what I'm saying. They leave her name out of it altogether. <laughs> this is a quote from the article. According to an incident report, a woman in Milledgeville took in homes and he was enrolled virtually at Baldwin County High School. He was given a laptop by the school district to complete his schoolwork. This arrangement lasted a few days until Tuesday, August 25th. When Holmes became unruly and the woman kicked him out of her home, police were called when he tried to take the laptop with him. Literally, what? If he lasted a few days, he must have been going to school. But it sounds like he was staying in this lady's house, so he didn't have to go to school because that's the whole purpose of the laptops, right? And who enrolled him? Clearly, it would have been her. See, this is what I'm saying. This got so far, he should keep that laptop. He should be able to keep that laptop. He got away with it. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, well, he needed a laptop that bad. Get the, get this fucking 20... This 21-year-old's not that much older than a 14-year-old. Things are fucked. Keep the laptop. But that's the thing. I think the woman was in on it, and that's why she called the police when he tried to take the laptop, which... You think more stuff was happening with that laptop? More stuff is happening with all of this. None of this story makes sense. Yeah, the, everything about this story. Like, why would she enroll? Like, she obviously knew he wasn't a 14-year-old homeless kid, I, I would think. You would think. Because why did this arrangement only end when he tried to take the laptop? Like, she obviously had a vested interest in that laptop being in her apartment also. 
Whoa. Do you think that this was very weird? Do you think That's that what I'm saying. this like, lady was ch- trying to fuck this kid or something? Or like trying to get information on kids for some reason. Like if you're in that loop with them for the high school. I don't know. Why is she unnamed? How did he get enrolled? Don't schools ask for more than just like, yes, this person who is 14. In fact, yes, they're a student now. <laughs> like what? Yeah. I, I mean, I get not. Maybe they don't do any of it in person right now. Shit is messy. Yeah. My question that I think is going to go unanswered forever. What kind of laptop are we talking about? <laughs> like, if yeah, it's a, if it was a Chromebook, like fucking, who cares? Yeah, if it, it's a, it was one hundred percent a Chromebook. Yeah, if it's if you're pulling a scam like this to get a Chromebook, like just go steal change from homeless people for a day. Jesus Christ. Just go suck will, one dick. Like that's a one dick job. Yeah, that Chromebook. That is not an expensive computer. But if we're talking like a a nice HP gaming computer or something. A one dick job. <laughs> I can't hear anything after that. <laughs> Just, I mean, if you're 21, you're of age. No, Come it's, on. It's funny. <laughs> I'm very confused by all of it. And I feel like one dick suck could have probably solved a lot here. Potentially. I'm so confused by the school, the lady. The least confusing person in the story is the guy who just wanted the laptop. Right. And I'm confused by why he's the only one being charged in this. Right. What's up with this crazy lady? Yeah. Was she like, did she know he was 21 or did he lie about that too? Because there's no indication in that quote I just read. And this is a very short article. They leave a lot on the table. There is no indication that he lied to her or deceived her into believing he was a 14-year-old. The only person that seems to have been deceived here is the school, so, which means the woman was in on it. So where are her charges, Georgia police? Are you ready for my theory? I have a theory. I am not. Okay. Go ahead. Thanks. <laughs> she had a son that died, and then he showed up one that went to the high school, and then this kid showed up one day, and she was like, you're my son now. And then that's what happened. I think she's a kid fucker. God, Mm. I hope that's not true. I just think everything is sex trafficking now because a lot is sex trafficking. But this this is not a kid, though. (laughs) I know, but like maybe he lied and she was like, yeah, get in my house. Yeah. Get your laptop. But like, I feel like we can all see the difference between a 21 year old and a 14 year old. I guess. I have no... This is so confusing. This is the most confusing story. Like, also, just let him keep the fucking laptop. I mean, they're not going to let him keep the laptop. I know, but who cares? Like, it's a laptop. Everyone's so fucking rude. All the costs for all the people that are going to have to work this case cost so much more than that laptop. I feel like I want to work this case. Yes, if you're also going to these great lengths to get a laptop, like, you need a laptop. Unless they were getting it to have access to all the high school stuff. I don't think that's how that works, but I don't know, because I have no idea how anything works anymore. Who knows? I would love to say we'll keep tabs on this story, but I'm probably just going to forget about it immediately after we're done. I will probably think about it forever, but only, like, every five years. So... Let's talk about a couple more coronavirus stories coming out of Jessica's favorite state, New Jersey. 
Oh, because I watched. Because I watched. Because you watched Jersey, Jersey Shore. Shore. Which season two, since September 1st, is not available on the app we'd been watching it on. And I'm lost because I love some Jersey Shore family vacation. <laughs> well, that is a I shame. I love that they took it away from you. <laughs> oh, I'll find it. I know. I'm like, is it worth it for you to watch G- Jersey Shore illegally? <laughs> I know. Like, uh, it conveniently fine. Illegally, I don't know. <laughs> so this first story, it's just your average anti-masker angry at a retail employee because they have to wear a mask. But there's there's a couple of unique characteristics about this. It happened in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Anyone, Ben? Cherry Hill. Ooh, ooh. Cherry Hill represent. And one thing that makes this really noteworthy is how this guy is screaming at these employees. He sounds like a toddler. I don't know if he thinks he sounds badass or like, because it says in the article that he's taunting these employees, but he's just making a fucking ass of himself. And we'll link to the whole video so you can see it. But I'm so enamored with one line that he says that I put it on the soundboard for this podcast. Oh my podcast. God. Oh my God. Yes, get and it. I'm hoping it comes through loud and clear because I want to use it so many times in the future. Here it goes. I'm not wearing my mask. I'm not wearing my mask. I'm not wearing my mask. <laughs> I'm not wearing my mask. <laughs> I'm not wearing it. You never see the guy in the video, which is maddening. Because I have a mental image of what he looks like, and I need it confirmed. I have, he's like a combination of three customers that I have in my head. He's huge. I know that. He's, he's a big guy. I feel like he's a big dude. Just because of the toddler screaming? Well, and yeah. because the people being interviewed are like, I was afraid because I've seen how things have escalated oh, before. Oh, right, yeah. Ugh. I don't want to wear my mask. It's literally what like every single one of them sounds like too. I don't understand. It's seriously like someone has told them no for the first time in their fucking lives. I've now at work gotten to the line where I say, please pull up your mask. If I have to say it again, I'm going to ask you to leave. It's just like immediately. I'm like, we, they say I love get, that. Yeah. If you get one warning and then you have to get kicked out. And if I like, I usually say that on the second time because it's usually like right after the other and then they're good. They're fucking stupid. I can't believe in order to get any respect, I have to be like, or I'm going to have to ask you to leave. Like, you can't just respect my boundaries without something being, like, a rule. Yeah, and it's the excuses people use. Like, I have asthma. The one, the cashier in this video also has asthma. Yeah, she's and like, me too. And he goes, I don't care about you. He literally says that. Yeah. He literally says, I don't care about you. And what's really crazy about this tantrum this guy throws, he was wearing a mask around his neck the whole time. Pull it the fuck up, bub. Just why even why even put it on your neck? It's like the weirdest act of defiance. Just like buck up and put a fucking mask on. Jesus Christ. It really is an insane act of defiance. It almost makes me feel better about Trump supporters that even after he went in front of everyone and was like, all right, fucking wear a mask. Like he took a picture wearing a mask. Those motherfuckers are still like, nah, that is a line too far, sir. We would throw ourselves on a grenade for you, but we will not wear a mask. So like, at least there's some dissent there. Like 
I will not be minorly inconvenienced to make the people around me feel safe. It is, it, it is insane. Like, just put a mask on your face. My God. I'm just trying to understand the infantilization of every single person that has these uh, blow-ups. They seriously revert to, like, being literally three years old. And I hadn't thought about it until you just said that. And I'm like, so every single one of these people probably has gone through trauma at a young, young age and just never did anything about it. And that's just how they act. That's just how they act when they, things don't go their way. I love it so much. <laughs> I love that. It's so embarrassing to me as an American on a general level. It's just like, yeah. I don't want those people to represent me. I don't want it to represent where I live. Um, again, France, if you're taking refugees, <laughs> I seriously am like going to start trying to make friends in other countries to see just if I can get an ear to the ground of when people are going to start taking American refugees because this shit is bad and war. Yeah, the thing is, I don't think a lot of places are going to be willing to take American refugees because America is not that willing to take refugees. Right, because we suck. But that might be, that could be a turning point too, though, because like some, maybe some country will feel extreme sympathy towards people who are intelligent enough to want to leave. Not going to happen. Like you're, for one thing, you're assuming a lot of intelligence out of the rest of the world, which. Ugh, you're right. Not so much. Yeah, people as a whole will never this actually that sounds terrible. But I was what I wanted to say was that people as a whole will never be smart. And that's ah. really mean and really sad, but kinda true. I don't wanna wear my mask. <laughs> I don't wear my mask! I don't wear my mask! Mom, they told me to put my mask on! <laughs> I don't wanna use the big boy potty! I wanna poop in my pants! I see him as as this guy who comes to my shop who's big who was mad i didn't want to spot him money from using our tips that's who i see him as who who before that happened i also had to tell him pull up his mask that is insane (laughs) i see him as like jared from subway but before he lost the weight (laughs) like that's what this guy looks like in my head yeah and he's probably also a pedophile oh yeah they all are you heard it here first every anti-masker is a pedophile I think science has proven that. There's another video going around also from New Jersey, but this one from the Jersey Shore. Oh, sorry. This one was just, I think I literally talked out loud to my phone when I watched this video. Go ahead. It's a video from a bar in South New Jersey where no one is wearing masks. There's no social distancing. Like it just looks like a bar that is open for business. And again, stories like this have been popping up all over the place, so it's not that unusual. But what's unusual about this is the person who owns this bar, which in this case they come to find out is the fucking mayor of the city, Sea Isle City in New Jersey. The mayor, his name is Leonard Desiderio, and this local news team looks into this viral video and they find out it took place at a place called Kicks McNutley's. No, it didn't. It sure did take place at Kicks McNutley's. Kicks McNutley's. Can I even say that right? Kicks McNutley's. Birthplace of, I don't want to wear my mask. 
place. <laughs> so you would think that with this guy being the mayor, this is going to be a huge scandal. And now that the news team has found this out, he's going to have to do some apologizing. But uh, no, absolutely not. That is not the world we're living in right now. This was his response when this local news team basically showed up at his house and asked him about this. What they asked him was, did he think the people in this video at this establishment he owns are practicing proper social distancing and doing all the things people need to do to not get coronavirus? Here's what he said. I think they're doing the best they can, and I think people want to get out, and there are only so many things they can do, and this weekend, inside dining begins, and we'll see how that goes, but we followed the rules to the best we could follow them, and I think if I wasn't the mayor, you wouldn't be here. Well, duh. And then he, like, doubles down and is like, yeah, we are doing our best again after that, right? Yeah. I hate him. I'm doing my best. We're all doing everything we can. You're literally not. He also claimed it was a private party, which one would make it worse because if it's a private party, you should very easily be able to tell people what to do. Also, it but, wasn't. But then, yeah, then the reporter was like, there are people just like, there are no signs that say it's a private party. Like people are just coming and going. And he was like, eh, I don't know, man. He's the mayor. He is the mayor of Sea Island City, which granted, he's wearing like a quilted flannel jacket in the video. Like he's one of those mayors, like he's the mayor of a town that doesn't matter that much. He also doesn't wear his mask in the interview either. It's no, of course not. I keep fucking seeing similar energy of this video in like people I thought I knew and trusted Instagram stories. I keep seeing people will make any fucking excuse to go out in like I saw like a union for some job meeting and I was like that's a hundred people that's a hundred people in one room like what the fuck yeah I I get missing uh seeing your friends in person and things like that but who's missing being in big crowds Jersey people I guess Jersey Shore people crowds fucking suck they're the worst I just don't there's no part of me that gets it, which makes me feel like there's just something in the water in places I'm not drinking it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, because I just feel like it's so logical to be like, let's all do what we're supposed to do so we can more quickly actually go back to this quote unquote like real world. And everyone's like, no, I just want to pretend it's right now. It's like, wait, but it's not. (laughs) How about this next story? This happened in Aurora, Colorado. Anyone ever been? I'd been to Aurora, Illinois, and I think that any place called Aurora sounds like a dog named it. Aurora. (laughs) Aurora, Aurora. You're a good puppy, Aurora. Aurora. Residents at the Cherry Creek Nursing Center, bad week for cherry places on this podcast, (laughs) were upset to find out that one of the residents living among them was a registered sex offender with more than two dozen charges on his record. As they should. As they should. This would uh, upset me quite a bit also. Uh, what I'm also upset about is that the article that we're getting this from, which is on WGNTV.com, they just call the guy Royce. I don't know if that's his first name, if that's his last name. <laughs> 
If he's just one just of those one-name people like Prince? Like I he's the Prince Royce. of pedophiles? It's just Royce. It's just Royce. What if his first name is Just? <laughs> and his last name is Royce. Then, I mean, he's got some weird parents. Well, he probably does based on Yeah, his he's whole... a sex offender, so his name uh, probably is Just. <laughs> here's the thing. As it turns out, if you're living in a nursing home and a registered sex offender moves in, that nursing home is not required to tell residents that a registered sex offender is living there, which blows my mind. They think that like old people aren't uh, victims of sex crimes. <laughs> what is that about? Well, but he is supposed to report that he moved. And who knows what they would have done, what the government would have done with that information. Right. He says the reason he didn't register is he was in a hospital before this, and then they transferred him directly to this nursing home. And that when he got there, he was like, hey, I need to register. And according to him, they said, register for what? Which, okay, what was the rest of the conversation when they said register for what? Be specific. Here's the other thing. He had other charges of not reporting where he moved before. So I'm going to go ahead and not believe him. (laughs) Okay. I mean, if you want to go out on that limb and and not trust this man's character, I suppose. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. I'm like, why would I believe a thing that comes out of this man's mouth? Which in that case, like the person asking him the question should have been like, and what did they say next? What did you say next when they said register for what? He was like, "Mm, nothing, man. Never mind. (laughs) That's how Royce sounds, I'm sure. I'm sure. No. You're sure he's and not he doesn't sound like I don't want to put on my mask. <laughs> I don't wear my mask! I don't you wear my mask! <laughs> he sounds jersey as fuck. Oh, fucking idiot. Oh, fuck idiots. Yeah, I do I wonder if there will be any kind of change to that nursing home thing though, because even if he has to tell Like, he's got to obviously check in when he moves, but that doesn't necessarily mean the people he checks in with are going to go to that nursing home and be like, hey, guess what? (laughs) I think it would be more likely that they would tell the nursing home and then it would be on the nursing home to deliver that information to the people. And I wonder how many nursing homes would be willing to do that if not forced, Hmm. because then people are going to be like, all right, I'm going to move. I I just don't understand, like, why the nursing home didn't, like, the hospital that just transferred him, there was no questions there either? Like, he lying. They shouldn't shouldn't even be going through old man. There should just be, like, other people doing the paperwork. Yeah, he sounds unreliable. AF. The unreliable AF. Making a lot of of snap judgments. (laughs) <laughs> fuck sex offenders they should all have to just get tattoos on their foreheads that say sex offender if you're in a nursing home start asking around see if anyone's a sex offender see if they'll tell you <laughs> hi nice to meet you are you a sex offender well and like the thing is too like what one of the old ladies was saying was like her grandkids come and visit and his was like kid stuff and it's yeah. like fuck that dude yeah no. yeah you would- You would think there'd be some protocol in place for that nursing home to have to report that. You would think. Also, it's like expensive to live in nursing homes. Like, use that money to make sure there's no sex offenders. What the fuck? Yeah. 
Well, I'm also thinking this is probably a newer issue, because has, like, the label of sex offender been around for, like, 50 years? Even, no, you know just I mean? dirty old man. Exactly. It's been like, around. it wasn't labeled because it, for a lot, I feel like we didn't have a system in place for a long time, so it seems like it's probably a new issue to have old people that are sex offenders. No. I'm sure it's not a new issue, but it's a new labeled issue. Like, I get what you mean, yeah. That's what I mean, like, thing that's actually documented, where we have a system and all that shit. I don't know, though. I have no idea. I don't either. It just Fuck seems. this guy. He's a liar. California was the first state to establish a sex offender registry, and that was in 1947. Okay. Wow. So it's been... It's been a long time. Sex offenders are not a new thing, that's for sure. Okay, no. I didn't know, like, what year, you know? Well... I learned. Now you know. Thank you. So... Go register Back in today. my day, sex offenders were just <laughs> called Uncle Paul. That's what I'm saying. I don't feel like people used it for a long time, but yeah. But I think by this point, like even there if you're in a something. nursing home, you're at least a little cognizant of the problems with you sex. Just have like a, a lot of these people, of Uncle Pauls. <laughs> yeah, like when Oprah was doing shows in the early days that were all scare tactics and shit. These people in these nursing homes were probably like 40 or 50 seeing that. They know. They know. They, they know they know. don't want a sex offender living with them. Fine. Want to know something racist? Yeah, of course. Sure. So when I was a little kid, because my parents didn't teach me anything, I thought that every black woman was Oprah and that every black man was Michael Jordan. And they let me think that because they thought it was funny. Wow. And How you said Oprah you? and it made me remember that. How old um, you? I don't know. Like, 14. Like, <laughs> like under five. Okay, that's still terrible. It's still racist. <laughs> I can't believe they let you think that. That's on them. Yeah, they like let me answer the door and be like, hello, Michael Jordan. <laughs> yikes. <laughs> so awful. That's a big yikes. Racist memory unlocked. Hey, everybody. This is Adam, host of the podcast you're listening to right now. Question. Are you looking for Unpop's gear to wear on your body? If so, we have that now. Head to unpops.com slash shop right damn now and get your t-shirts, get your sweatshirts, get your mugs, get your masks, get a onesie for your fucking kid. This store has it all. Again, that's unpops.com slash shop. Go buy stuff. Thanks. We love you. Let's get back to the show. Speaking of racists, did you know we have those in California? Yes. 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 I just drove north. It was crazy. That's the thing. I used to do a bit on stage. Remember stages? Remember comedy? Uh, yes. Doing that? I used to do a bit about how California has this really liberal reputation. And it's not that. Like, no. There are cities that are very progressive in California. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, California is kind of a big den of rednecks. It's kind of the South. Yeah, <laughs> I think that plays a lot into why we we as a state are doing so bad with coronavirus. Mm -hmm. Like there are states in this country that are having like 10, 15 deaths a day and we're still at like eleven hundred. It's crazy. That's so and many. I think that's, you know, we, we have a high concentration of anti-maskers here, like especially in. Orange County and places like that. Long Beach can suck a fat dick. Fuck you, Long Beach. Oh, wow. 
they're all Trump supporters. They're all Trump supporters. Every Long Beach person I've ever talked to has been a Trump supporter. Snoop Dogg is from Long Beach. Jen, didn't you have a bad show in Long Beach? It was a really fun show. <laughs> I'm not. I'm kidding. Also, I love Long Beach when it's fun. But I've, I'm sorry for any people who are liberal in Long Beach because it's Trump land. And also anywhere. I just drove north and it was so Trump land, like in the mountains and shit. There's so many signs I want to steal that say Trump Pence <laughs> on it. Yeah, there was a story at one point, not long after Trump got elected, about how all of these farmers in Northern California were upset that their farm workers were getting deported, and they also all voted for Trump. And they were like, I didn't think he was going to take my farm workers, man. Like, yeah, that's what you voted for, dipshit. So let's talk about a thing that has happened a couple times recently in California, which is white people calling the police on black people as a threat. Which one incident that happened in San Francisco very recently is bonkers. Just because of, mostly because of the look on this woman's face when she's talking to this guy. Because she has this look that says, I know everything that's happening right now. There is nothing you can tell me to change my mind. And she's basically, uh, this guy is stenciling Black Lives Matter on like a, retaining wall his like curb yeah the the place where he lives there's this like really short retaining wall and next to the sidewalk yeah he's stenciling it in chalk meaning the next time that area gets wet at all it's just gonna wash off and she approaches him and one tells him he's committing property damage which no it's chalk lady kids do exactly what this guy is doing all the time and people encourage it and two she was like he was like, well, how do you know I don't live here? And she was like, I know the person who lives there. And no, she didn't because he was the guy who lived there. Like it was his property. And she like at first seems like she's not going to call the police. She just walks away. And then, of course, she calls the police. And the video. The level of condescending was so high. And she had her her husband there was like same vibe too, like different side of same thing you know what i mean he's just like yeah where was this was san francisco yeah it was in san francisco in the pacific heights neighborhood which is a i'm surprised anyone lives there like if if i saw anyone on the streets in pacific heights i'd be like what are you doing here no one lives here it's way too expensive it's super expensive and san francisco is already expensive san francisco is the most expensive city in the country right now and Pacific Heights is the most expensive neighborhood and in honestly, San Francisco. It's kind of lame. <laughs> oh yeah, I hate. I lived in San Francisco for three months, and I hated it. I it yeah, was, I think I hate it too. I think that I should redirect some of that Long Beach hate for San Francisco. <laughs> they have good food. Mm, I guess like, they have I good li- Chinese food. Yeah, I like that. But other than that, yeah, I wasn't crazy about San Francisco. I love it's San like, Francisco. Yeah, I mean, it's fun if you like paying three grand a month to live in a dive bar. I mean, I, I had a friend I would just stay with for the weekends. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got to live there for a little while. If, no, you do, if you do San Francisco with just the fun gays, it's yeah. fun. But that even gets exhausting pretty quickly. It's exhausting, but it's great. Yeah. It's the only way I've really done San Francisco. Any yeah. place can be fun if you're just visiting. Like, Orlando mm. is fun for a few days, but you don't want to fucking live there. Oh, no. Turns out this guy did obviously live there and he 
asked for an apology and he actually got it. The woman apologized, but who cares if she apologizes? Like, <laughs> like apologizing is obviously the right thing to do, but by the time you're doing something like this, like calling the police on someone for stenciling Black Lives Matter in chalk, like your apology doesn't really mean shit. You're just an asshole. You still took actions towards being racist and a bitch. So what actions are you going to take other than apologizing to not be racist and a bitch? Yeah, donate some money if you live in fucking Pacific Heights. Yeah. Also, um, she. I feel like a big reason why she did a public apology was because she had like a face thing that was in Birchbox. And Birchbox took it out and was like, bye. Yeah. Yeah, people oh, obviously yeah. did what the internet does and she got tracked, tracked her down and figured out who she was. And yeah, she owns, for one thing, her beauty company was called LaFace. And like, that's the name of a record label in Atlanta that's been around for a million years. You can't just take LA and Babyface's record label name and make it your stupid white lady cosmetics line. Of course she did, though. Like, of course she did. You know what? I take all of my Long Beach hate and I give it to her. (laughs) (laughs) So Long Beach, you're forgiven. And a a very similar thing just happened in L.A. Where, I mean, I think people would expect things like this wouldn't happen in L.A., but they fucking do. They they super duper do. And in this case, happened in Los Angeles. Anyone ever been? What's Los Angeles? Los Angeles. It's a county in California. Honestly, I don't know what that is, but I heard you should never move there. I don't know her. Especially if you're a comedian, (laughs) don't move to Los Angeles. That's what I heard. (laughs) Literally, though, if you are a comedian, your goal is to try to move to Los Angeles right now. Like, reassess. There's no stages. Yeah, there's nothing to do here. You'll you'll, you'll just be doing Zoom you shows. Hate you can it. do those. You can do those from home. And it will be expensive, and you hate it. So this incident, it happened on the beach in L.A. These three black women go on a jog every day or five days a week. I don't know. I don't know their fitness routine. Weekly, but it they is know a every routine. Sunday. It says in the article, which I wish they wouldn't have said that. I worry about them now. They said the exact location and time and day that they go jogging every week, and I was like, "Cool article." Oh, yeah, they should I have left that have repeated out. It. it doesn't matter. People can read the article and stupid. I was like, "Okay, cool. What a great way for racist people to come find these women again." It seems like there was some kind of altercation, like maybe someone got bumped into or something. And this woman who they start filming, they say she called them the N-word, which if you watch the video, it seems like she almost certainly did. She 100% did. It definitely seems in her wheelhouse because what she does next is pretends to call the police as it turned out. The police have confirmed there was no phone call from this woman, but she pretends to get on her cell phone and start saying that her space is being threatened by these African women, which what a weird way to say it. Does she keep saying African black or black African? She like uses both. Right. Oh, yeah, right. Because if you just say African, the person on the other end could be like, uh, like Dave Matthews? It's Dave Matthews? Is that who? Is Dave Matthews threatening you, ma'am? Because he's from South Africa. Oh, he's South African? He sure is. I had no idea. I didn't know that either, but I just figured that's what the fact was. 
Is Dave Matthews um, a scam? True or false? <laughs> true. Very true. <laughs> the interesting twist in this video is that the, the racist hopping on her phone is not a white woman. This is one of her quotes from her tirade. I'm from Mexico, so this is my continent, and you need to go back to your continent. It's like, lady, you do not understand how racism works in this country. Like, once the go back to your continent movement starts, you're going to be headed somewhere, too. Don't I doubt can't. that for one goddamn second. I can't. It makes me really sad when Mexican people feel the need to be racist against other people because that's what white people made them feel like they had to do. On the bright side, California did just pass a bill to stop racist 911 calls like this. It's always been a crime to file a false report with 911. But this, I think, is a relatively new development. Which is nuts. I'm like, how are we allowing this for so long without having extra prosecution for it being racist? (laughs) Well, this I don't think, like, it hasn't been happening. Like, the videos like this that have been circulating, it's just been within the past couple years. It's been since Trump got in office and people felt emboldened to be racist in public. We just, on last week's episode, we talked about the three books that explain Donald Trump. And there's a book. One of the books we talked about is called Authoritarian Nightmare, and it's about Trump supporters. And they talk about how in his first in his campaign announcement speech, when he comes down that escalator, that speech was supposed to be like eight minutes and it ended up being 48 minutes. And he went on all these tangents about Mexico sending rapists and crime here. And what the theory this book puts forward is that in that moment is when Trump got all of these racists on board because for so long in the United States being openly racist was frowned upon like there were obviously still racists and there were incidents where people would be racist publicly but you didn't see it like you're seeing it now and when Trump took office he like the word they use is he liberated racists people who have fought for years and years and years that these beliefs they have are never going to be a thing they can state publicly. And then they see Trump doing it in his campaign announcement speech, and they're like, that's our guy. We get to be racist now. And it, in some ways, they're right. Because then like, they're like, I'm not racist. I'm a Trump supporter. I'm a patriot, basically. Fucking nerds. So it, at least that bill passed. It's on Gavin Newsom's desk now. How crazy would it be if he vetoed it? Oh, my oh, God. It would be a very unwise Step too far. I mean, he won't. He's yeah. I mean, Gavin Newsom's he not tries. veto a bill like this. He doesn't full uh, suck. He medium yeah. sucks, which is yeah. not bad for a politician. Yeah, sadly. Let's talk about one last LA story before we get out of here. This is the most mind blowing thing I have read in a while. <laughs> a man was spotted flying a jetpack. At 3,000 feet over LAX. How? Do you think this, he's dead now? I don't know. I think but he's as, dead mouse. I think he's dead mouse. He could be. I that, mean, we're all like a helmet away from being dead mouse in LA. Like, who knows what that, that guy looks like. That is true. But, like, 
jetpacks like this don't exist. Like there aren't the we can't you can't just go buy a jetpack like this. It's crazy. And the popular mechanics article that we'll link to about the story is the actual title is Guy in a jetpack spotted flying three thousand feet over LAX, which is insane if true. Like that is the headline. <laughs> because it is insane. For one thing, imagine being a pilot. And you're trying to land your plane at one of the busiest airports in the world. And then you just look out your window and there's a guy flittering by on a jetpack. <laughs> like, for one thing, I'd want to roll down the window and ask him some questions. Like, where did you get that jetpack? Yeah. That is crazy. I, I did kind of glance over the fact that the jetpacks like that do not exist. No. There's a company called uh, Martin Aircraft that did sort of develop a jetpack that was capable of flying this high. But one, they went out of business in 2019, so they are not making jetpacks now. And they weren't commercial jetpacks. They were for, like, first responders and things. And who knows if they ever made one. But someone made one, and they are using it to fly around LAX, which, why would you fly it there? Like, pick anywhere less maybe he like thought well they're more most experienced with traumatic air crashes so maybe i'll do it there maybe he just wanted to be seen like if i had a jetpack that i wanted to fly high i would go somewhere beautiful and empty like do it over the ocean yeah like also not los angeles yeah then you're getting eaten by a shark i mean pretty epic death That is, like, that's a cool way to die. Your jetpack failed over the ocean and you got eaten by a shark. The only thing cooler would be if the jetpack fell on the shark as it was attacking you and then knocked the shark out and you got away that way. That'd be tight. And then you want to save that jetpack because you got a jetpack. I feel like, again, I just have so many questions. Yeah, I wish I could have seen this because no one's accusing this pilot of lying everyone's like yeah there's no the reason. whole article is them mostly being like no there's no way a pilot would ever lie about this <laughs> and, and, and there you? was two and so they wouldn't you know yeah there's two separate pilots who reported seeing this but like why are there no pictures because i guess they were flying a plane i don't know yeah i mean they're trying One to land a plane a picture. that's you true. can't just whip out your phone yeah i feel like they could have like but also, saying, you're probably just like like when that dog walked into your garage, Jess, you're probably just so shocked. That was nuts. <laughs> what if it was that dog in the jetpack? That dog was so confident. <laughs> it was like, this is where I want to go. Oh, good puppy. It um, was really cute. I just need to know, I, do you think they 3D printed the parts for the jetpack? I think that's probably what even, happened. Even if, where did they get the recipe? Yeah. Like, are they like, alive? Do are we, they alive like, is the biggest question. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we would have found the guy if he wasn't. Right. But also, I feel like someone would have seen him falling out of the sky. Is he a superhero or a supervillain? <gasps> is this the superhero we need? Probably not. Ugh. With the way this year's been going, I'm going to say no. <laughs> yeah, he's probably the super villain we don't need. Ugh, now they have jetpacks? This seems awful. Yeah, it's such a weird story. I This is a story I will follow, because I need to know, like, this guy's got to surface at some point and be like, that was me, want to buy one? You want? What are you going to be Googling, jetpack guy? Yeah, <laughs> jetpack guy LAX, that's how it works. Yeah, how do we know it's a guy? Come on. 
You think a woman's going to do or, something that fucking stupid? No, that's true. Or, hear me out, it was a UFO and it was an alien. Alien. That's like more likely. <laughs> you said alien? She did. I did. With an M? Yes. Is that just an start, alien that's just, part man? Just start throwing M's instead of N's in and see what happens. No one has ever said anything to me about it until right now. <laughs> alien. I think I mm. usually just repeat the word back in the way you said it. Because it sounds Yeah, funny. we said something right now. Alium. Alium. Yes, yeah, see, mal. you just said mal. I didn't even notice. <laughs> yeah, you didn't even notice. <laughs> so, yeah, I think we need to find a jetpack. I think I we want need to, to find that person. Alien. I want, Alium. I want to take one from my home to my office. I want to, I want to go to the grocery store oh, with it. Oh, if you had one, you would just use it all the time. Yeah, of course. <laughs> That's how you die. Not if it's a good jetpack. Yeah, it's a quality JP. Also, I don't even want a jetpack. I just want to teleport already. I'm bored of transportation. It takes forever. So I think that's our episode if we're not going to get a jetpack out of this. <laughs> this episode has been brought to you by jetpacks, maybe. Jetpacks. When you need a jetpack, jetpacks. Jetpacks. <laughs> uh, what do we have to plug before we get out of here? Again... This Friday, the first Unpops Zoom comedy show on 9-11. TGI 9-11. Cancel those plans. Cancel your barbecues. Give your gifts on the 10th or the 12th. Clear your calendar. Never forget. For Unpops. That's right. Never forget. We have a comedy show this Friday. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and uh, com slash Unpops. Unpopsnetwork.supercast.tech. You can go to those places to subscribe. We have a store now where you can buy shirts for your fucking body. Unpops.com slash shop. Wow. Shorts. And uh, that's all I got. What do you What do you got to, to plug? Uh, Jessica. I got content coming eventually. That's what this week off is supposed to be for. So look up, look up, look out on my Twitters and my Instagrams. Maybe I'll eventually put out a TikTok. Did you say Minstagrams? <laughs> Instagram? Instagram? Instagram. Jessica420 bro on all of it. Um, <laughs> wear, wear a mask in Black Lives Matter. Jem, what do you have to plug? Jem. Follow my Instagram at JenElementalP. Subscribe to my OnlyFans if you nasty. Um, definitely go check out my TikTok. I just changed my name on there to Genocide. <laughs> There's an unpopped subscriber whose username on Patreon is Genocide. Oh, hell yeah, twins. She left a comment for you. Oh, I love that. We're twins. Um, She's going to murder you. Oh, cute. I love that even more. Um, <laughs> there can only be one. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Pay attention to me wherever you can. Also, you guys who have been DMing me, thanks for being so respectful. I also really don't re- like mind responding to people, so ask me whatever. All right. Let's get out of here. Jen, say goodbye. Adios. Jessica, say goodbye. Bye-bye. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. Oh,